Hello, good morning. Welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am your host, Josh Davis, also known as Crash. Today is Sunday, November 26, 2023. And I am here to go over week 12 in the NFL um, with my my DFS overview game by game and then the top plays and prize picks uh, top bets. So if you're new to DFS Coach Talk, we would love to have you join us. Um, First of all, if you're new to the channel, if you would hit the like button and then hit subscribe after you've done those two things, if you would hit the alarm bell, that way you'll let you know our newest podcast has gone live. If you're new to DFS Coach Talk, you can join us on Twitter. Um, Send me a DM at JPDavis1982 or at DFS Coach Talk. Um, You can also email me, JPDavis1982 at gmail.com. And uh, we have memberships that start as low as $4.99 a week. So we would love to have you join us. We have a very family-friendly, very positive and encouraging uh, community in our Discord, a lot of camaraderie in there. So I think you'll really like it if you give us a chance. And somebody uh, in today's show is going to win a free weekly membership too. So look forward to that and hope to see you in our Discord soon. All right, so let's go ahead and look at the game-by-game overview, um, starting with the first game, which we have at 12 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, <clears throat> the New Orleans Falcons taking on the Atlanta, uh, New Orleans Falcons, New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Saints are a two-point favorite on the road, minus 130 on the money line. This game has an over-under of 41 and a half. Let me go ahead and hit refresh because we should have the inactives now. They don't have inactives yet for the, uh... no, it's still a few minutes away. Okay. All right. Then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, There is a a high chance of rain in this game, so we definitely want to keep an eye on that. The Steelers are a two and a half point favorite on the road, minus 140 on the money line. This game is not expected to have very many points at all with a low 36 and a half over under. Um, like I said, they have 100% chance of rain um, and then 46 degrees, 11 mile an hour winds blowing south, southwest. So good game for running backs, um, especially on the Bengals side. I like Joe Mixon with Jake Browning starting. Um, so he's starting for Joe Burrow. So, yeah, they're going to rely heavily on the running game, I would think. And Pittsburgh's been pretty run heavy of late as well. Um Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. The Jaguars are a a one-and-a-half point favorite, minus 125 on the money line. A high over-under here of 48. They are indoors, so there's no weather concerns. Same thing for the next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are a a two-and-a-half point favorite at home, minus 145 on the money line with a 45 over-under. Next game, we have the New Orleans the New England Patriots taking on the New York, New York Giants. The Patriots are a four and a half point favorite on the road, minus 220 on the money line. This game has the lowest over under on the slate, I believe, at 35 and a half. Uh, two offenses that have really struggled, although the Giants did look pretty good against the Commanders last week. Um, for whatever reason, they've really played well against Washington and not really well against anybody else. So we'll see if that continues. Um, it's a uh, 49 degrees, nine mile an hour winds blowing to the southeast. 
And that's it for that game. We have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tennessee Titans. Honestly, there's a lot of bad games on this slate. This is another one. Uh, the Titans are a three and a half point favorite at home, minus 180 on the money line, a 36 over under. So once again, very low over under. 33% chance of rain, 53 degrees, 11 mile an hour winds blowing south southwest. Another bad game. <laughs> we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Rams are a two and a half point favorite on the road, minus 150 on the money line, 45 over under. So not too bad from a DFS standpoint. So that's good. We have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Denver Broncos. Believe it or not, this is actually one of the better games this week. Um, the Broncos are a one point favorite at home, minus 125 on the money line, 37 and a half over under, 39 degrees, six mile an hour winds blowing to the east, northeast. Then we have at 425 p.m. Eastern, the Chiefs taking on the Raiders in Las Vegas. The Chiefs are a nine-point favorite, minus 495 on the money line, a 42-and-a-half over-under. They are indoors, so there's no weather. Then we have the game of the week, in my opinion, the Buffalo Bills taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, um, or the weekend slate, I should say, um, but probably, honestly, the game of the week, too. Uh, Bills taking on the Eagles. Eagles are a three-point favorite, minus 160 on the money line. Highest over-under on the slate at 49. 41% uh, chance of rain, so that could impact the scoring a little bit. 48 degrees, eight-mile-an-hour winds blowing to the east. Then tonight we have the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Should be another good game, a lot of points. Baltimore is a minus three on the money line. Uh Minus 165, excuse me, Baltimore is a three-point favorite on the road. Minus 165 on the money line, a 48 over-under. So like I said, there should be a good, good amount of points, even if they're coming from the chart, the uh, Ravens side, excuse me. And then the uh, game tomorrow night, the Bears taking on the Vikings. It's um, Vikings minus three, minus 150 on the money line with a 44 over-under, and that's indoors, so there's no weather. Let's take a look at the chat, see if we have any questions. don't see any questions yet. Let's move on to the top plays, um, starting with quarterback. C.J. Stroud, once again, if you watched the podcast last week, I liked him a lot at home. like him again this week, going up against Jacksonville. They've allowed the fourth most passing yards per game at 254.4, and Stroud has scored 20-plus DraftKings points in his last three starts, and he's also thrown for 330 uh, yards or more in all three of those starts and thrown eight touchdowns. So CJ Stroud is really coming into his own. Um, he's a rookie that's really peaking right now. Probably, I would say definitely one of the favorites for rookie of the year. So I definitely like CJ Stroud at home in, against Jacksonville. Uh, for value, I like Gardner Minshew. Uh, he's only 5,100 on DraftKings, 6,700 on FanDuel, $27 on Yahoo. Going up against Tampa Bay, they have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year, and they've allowed the second most passing yards per game at 270.7. So he's kind of, you know, Minshew's kind of been up and down all year, but this has been the best, uh, or this will be the best matchup he's had so far this season. So I really like him as a value play in tournaments. I think he'll be low owned and he could up, you know, put up some pretty nice numbers. All right, at running back, we have Kyron Williams making his return to the Rams. Um, 
He's 6,600 on DraftKings, 8,200 on FanDuel, $26 on Yahoo. Uh, he was activated off the IR yesterday. He's going up against the Cardinals, who have allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs this year. And in fact, the last game he played was against the Cardinals. He had a career high 158 rushing yards on 20 carries with a touchdown for 24.8 DraftKings points. So um, I do think he's supposed to split some carries a little bit with um, uh, who is it? I think it's Daryl Henderson or Royce Freeman or somebody like that. Royce Freeman, I think. Uh, supposed to split some carries with him. So, you know, he may not put up the huge numbers that we're used to, but I still like him in a good matchup, uh, especially if he can get us a couple touchdowns. So, um, the other play I like at running back is Jalen Warren. He's 5,400 on DraftKings, 6,900 on FanDuel, $26 on Yahoo. Going up against the Bengals, like I said, that game's supposed to be rainy, so they should probably rely pretty heavily on the running game. Uh, they have allowed the third most rushing yards per game this year at 138.3, Cincinnati has. And um, his last two games, Warren's been very strong. He had 26.5 and, and 22 DraftKings points, and he had over 100 yards rushing in each of those games with a touchdown. So I definitely like Jalen Warren. Um, if the Steelers can get a lead, you know, they could rely pretty heavily on the running game. So Warren's really taken off where Harris has continued to struggle. So I do like Warren at uh, Cincinnati today. Going to wide receiver, we have Michael Pittman Jr. Um, going up against the Bucks. Like I said, they've struggled a lot against the passing game. They have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year, in fact. And Pittman has seen a lot of targets lately. He has eight-plus receptions in his last three games. And uh, I would expect him to be targeted pretty heavily again against this, this Bucks defense that's struggling in the pass attack. All right. Then we have Tyler Boyd um, with T. Higgins being ruled out. He's 4,600 on DraftKings, 5,600 on FanDuel, $16 on Yahoo. I know he doesn't have Joe Burrow to throw him the ball, but I think that he can get, um, you know, a pretty decent amount of targets, maybe even a touchdown. And for his price, he's a good value. The Steelers have you know, allowed the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. So I do think um, that Boyd could be a decent option in the passing attack for the Bengals. Let's look at the chat. Still don't see any questions. Um, let's see. Going to tight end now. We have David Njoku. Uh, he's 4,100 on DraftKings, 5,700 on FanDuel, $20 on Yahoo. He's on the road against the Broncos, who have allowed the most fantasy points to, to tight ends this year. Uh, last week, he, he saw a season-high 15 targets, so he's definitely being heavily targeted by the Browns, regardless of whether it's Dorian Thompson-Robinson or um, – you know, Deshaun Watson or whoever's playing at quarterback, it seems like they just continue to target David Njoku. So I do like Njoku today against that Broncos defense, uh, which, like I said, they've allowed the most fantasy points to tight ends. Um, he has scored double digits and uh, double digit fantasy points in five straight games. So I like that trend to continue today. My other top play at tight end, I also like Evan Ingram against the Texans. Uh, we targeted him last week, and uh, I, I like going against the Texans again today. They have allowed the second most fantasy points to tight ends this year, and uh, Evan Ingram's in a good spot. I like him today. 
Um, going to defense, I like the Giants against the Patriots. Um, they had three interceptions, three fumble recoveries, four sacks, and a defensive touchdown last week against the Commanders. And they're going at home against the Patriots, who have scored the second fewest points per game at only 14.1. And on the road, they've been even worse. They're only averaging 11.6. So even if they don't have as many pressures and sacks and interceptions and fumble recoveries and all that kind of stuff, they should at least keep New England, you know, to a pretty low score. So I do like the Giants at home. I also like the Colts um, against Tampa Bay. They have been really one of the sleepers when it comes to fantasy defenses. The last couple of weeks, they've scored 16 and 26 DraftKings points. Um, they have a combined five interceptions, nine sacks, and they've only allowed 19 points in the last two games. So I do like them against Tampa. I think if Baker Mayfield makes a couple of mistakes, they could definitely make him pay. So they could be a nice tournament defense today is what I'm looking at. Um, my favorite lock of the week, if you would, as far as game picks goes, is going to be the Chiefs against the Raiders. Um, the Chiefs have won five in a row against the Raiders, and I definitely think they'll bounce back after they lost to Philly on Monday night. Um, so I definitely like the Chiefs here. My upset of the week is going to be the Giants. Um, even though they're at home, they are a three-and-a-half-point underdog to the Patriots, so I like them there. As far as prize picks plays go, um, Jalen Warren more than 48-and-a-half rushing yards. That number may have jumped a little bit, but I still like the over there. Like I said, he's averaged 106 yards rushing in his last three games, and the Bengals have allowed the third most rushing yards per game. So I do like Jalen Warren more on his rushing yards. I also like CJ Stroud more uh, on his passing yards. Like I said, he has 330 plus in his last three games. To be more precise, he has 336, 356, and 470 yards passing in his last three games. Um, the Jaguars have allowed the fourth most passing yards per game at 254.4. So I do like more on CJ Stroud. I also like the more play on David Njoku at 39 and a half receiving yards. He's had 54 plus receiving yards in four of his last five games. And as I mentioned earlier, the Broncos have allowed the most fantasy points to tight ends. So Njoku more, uh, I had it 39 and a half. I'm not sure what it's at now, but I would like that even up to like 43, 42 and a half, 43 and a half, somewhere around there. If it gets any higher than that, I probably would avoid it. I'll take a look at the chat. I don't see any questions, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, actually, let me go ahead and look at the inactives before we go. <clears throat> if there's any big names that are out. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. None in Atlanta, New Orleans. First, T. Higgins is out for Cincinnati. Cam Taylor Britt. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick is out for the Steelers. Uh, let's see. Noah Brown's out for the Texans, which was expected. Um, not really seeing any major names here. It looks like most of the key guys we expected to play will play. Um, so no concerns there. Traylon Burks is out for the Titans. Not sure if that was expected or not. 
But that is going to do it, guys, for this Week 12 podcast um, with the Thanksgiving games and the Black Friday game and everything. It's kind of a dwindled down podcast, not a lot, a whole lot of good matchups, but um, still a lot of opportunity for a DFS standpoint. So hopefully we'll absolutely crush it today. And we'll be back again next week for Week 13 as we continue to look to crush it in NFL, DFS, and prize picks. Thank you.